Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. everybody. Welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today we will finish up with day three in the fourth chapter of the Gospel of John. And we spent days one and two focusing on the Samaritan woman in the well, not in the well, at the well, and the way Jesus treated her with kindness, with respect, and he brought her the living water that she was seeking. And after about two days of staying and teaching people in Samaria, Jesus decided it was time to move on. And scripture says, as he traveled through Galilee, he came to Cana. Well, we should remember what Cana is. It was earlier in the gospel of John. That was where the first miracle occurred, where he turned water into wine at the wedding at Cana. And in Cana, there was a government official, or depending on your translation, it could be a nobleman. But this man who came from Capernaum to Cana because he'd heard that Jesus would be there, he had a son who was very, very sick. And he doesn't say how old the son is, but we just know that that this is a dire situation. And the nobleman comes and it says begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son who was about to die. So the character that we're meeting today is opposite in his social status, in his relevance in his importance as as opposed to the woman at the well. She was a Samaritan woman and this is a government official. This guy is a big deal. And yet, if you have ever heard the phrase, the ground is level at the cross, everybody needs something from Jesus. And this man is begging for health and healing for his son. He's begging for help. And in verse 48, Jesus says to him, will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders, which seems um, a little bit tone deaf. It seems a little bit angry. And actually in some of the other translations, Jesus says, unless you people. So he's not just talking to the nobleman who's there to request a favor. He's kind of talking to the crowd. And there's a reason for this. He rebukes those who depend upon signs and wonders before they will believe. So as much as it seems like it's harsh toward this one man who just wants his son healed, Jesus had encountered many in Galilee who were only interested in miracles. So therefore, he does send out this question accordingly. And the reason, again, is signs and wonders can lead a person toward belief and can validate a heavenly messenger, but they can also have no effect on a person and Satan can also use lying signs and wonders. Were you aware of that? In case you don't take my word for it, look up 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, and it's right there. So signs and wonders from God are obviously good, right? But they should not be the foundation of our faith. We should not depend on signs and wonders to prove God to us. In and of themselves, signs and wonders cannot change the heart. That comes from from true faith. And so the nobleman begs him, sir, come down before my child dies. But what does Jesus say to him? He says, go your way. Your son lives. And did the man believe him? Well, he did. 
He didn't need signs and wonders. He believed that when Jesus spoke it into existence, that it in fact was. And it turns out that about halfway home, his servants came to greet him and said, Sir, your son has in fact been healed. So it proves Jesus's point. Didn't the man believe before? Well, of course he did. Jesus said that it was and he believed it, but now his faith is deepened by his personal experience of God's power. His previous faith and God's work has now led to more faith. Does it make sense to you? So I'm going to say it again. He had faith before. He had previous faith, but now God's work in addition to his previous faith has led to more faith. We can take God's past blessing as a promise of future blessing. If God has been faithful before, he will be faithful again. I can promise you that. And it's essential that if we believe God, that it's essential to believe God if we want to see his work done. We need to believe in him before we will see the work done. And there are definitely some people who are not healed or blessed because they lack faith. Now, let me be very, very clear on this. Just because one is not blessed or one is not healed does not mean that that is the reason. They may have an abundance of faith and there may just be something else in God's will that's going on there. But it is also possible if you don't believe, your blessing is not going to come to fruition. And so what happened from that? Well, the whole household was blessed by this experience. The whole group was touched by the nobleman's faith and God's power working through it. And it is wonderful that these Jews from the region of Galilee believe, but they would not unless Jesus performed signs. And some were slow to believe even then. And yet this nobleman believed and received. Believe and receive. I want that to be your prayer for your life this week. If that's something you're feeling need of, think back upon your life. That's some of the importance of journaling, you know, that I always am a big proponent, not of only reading your Bible, but of also journaling. Where has God been faithful in your life? He has been faithful and he will be faithful again. I can promise you that. So if you're starting with today, grab a journal, write it down. What has God blessed you with? And even if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, he will be faithful again. You can believe him for it. We will be back right here next Tuesday, and we will be in the fifth chapter of John. Have a great weekend. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.